when I was doing all the early stages of building the business, you know, you've got the, I'm a list writer. It's just how I am. But I had this long, probably Capricorn thing, this long list of things that I had to do. And even like um, I had people in my life that were almost like doubting it. Like it's going to be too much work, you know. Are you sure you want to do it? But I just can't even explain. When you get to that point, like the soft launch night that I had, I had um, eight of my girlfriends come, that feeling of accomplishment, oh, my goodness. I wish I could bottle that and sell it because I would be a millionaire. if you Because, <laughs> yeah, it, and there's nothing like it. There's always going to be challenges and there's always going to be like a little voice in your head saying, oh, you know, play it safe. And, like, I didn't have to do this. My job, my full-time job with um, the company I work for, it's a great company. It's a very safe job. It's very fulfilling. I get to kind of do exactly what I love, but I just felt like I needed more. And I'm so glad that I took that leap of faith. You're listening to Christy Unedited, the podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Gray. As the name of this podcast suggests, we do things differently around here. You can expect open, honest, unedited, and celestial conversations about the things that matter. Think self-development, spirituality, self-efficacy, life strategies, and the astrology activations that totally rock your world. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let the magic begin. Hi gorgeous and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast and this is our final guest episode ever on Christy Unedited and we're going out with a bang because this episode is with the incredible Holly and I first connected with Holly during a session so she booked in for an astrology session with me and I have absolutely loved getting to know her, but what I love so much about Holly is that she is the ultimate hype girl. She has so much passion and enthusiasm for not only like building the life of your dreams, but also going after what you want. She is a fearless Capricorn and you will hear that throughout this episode. Not only did she launch an events-based business, In the middle of a pandemic, she's also working a full-time job and she's going after what she really wants. And I love in this episode because Holly actually gives everybody some really tangible tips. If you have been wanting to start a business, maybe you've been thinking about a side hustle or maybe you've been sitting on an idea in your business for a while, but you just haven't taken that next step yet, um, Holly's definitely going to break it down for you. Now, you might be still hanging off my initial words, which is this is the last guest episode ever on Christy Unedited, the podcast, and all will be revealed next week. So I cannot wait to give you the 411. Anyway, I'm going to hand over the mic to Holly and I will catch you on the other side. And thank you so much, Holly, for sharing all of your wisdom with all of us. What is something that you've learned lately? And it can be big or small. Oh, probably the biggest thing for me has been the fact that unless you actually go for something, it's not going to happen. So I think I really spent, well, I'm about to turn 32 and I think I've probably spent up until my 
30th birthday, playing it really small, doing the safe thing, doing what I was meant to do or what, you know, people would think would be the right kind of career move. And then, yeah, in the last 12 months, I've kind of just gone, you know what? screw it I'm gonna do what I think I'm gonna really follow what my gut is telling me and how things are lining up and it has paid off I am tired but it has definitely paid off it's definitely yeah um was there a turning point like what was that moment where you were like I'm playing small I have to play bigger and I have to go after this did you have a moment or was it a series of moments it's like a series of things and I was thinking about this the other day and it's gonna sound so funny but probably around the time that I first met you last year I had had like all this stuff kind of go on in my life and when we had my um, natal chart reading and it was almost like I was like oh, you know all of this like you can feel all of this you've just got to trust it and go for it and yeah things just kind of started to fall into place and I kind of started to lean more into that and yeah it's just kind of unraveled since which has been incredible it's scary at times but god I wish I did that six five maybe even ten years ago would have been great I always think though, like I, I can totally resonate with that as well, because like I think of my life and the life I've created now and I'm like, why did I not have this knowledge in my twenties? But then if I had it, I wouldn't have yeah. all the life experience that I have. And it, I'd, I'd end up doing, even if I did the same thing, it would be completely different because I'm a different person than what I was. Yeah. Prior. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, yeah, so interesting. And so I would love for you to like share with everybody, like what's been your journey, your story? Um, obviously I'm really lucky and I know like a little bit about it because we've um, connected in a few different times now, but like, I would love you to share with us, like, um, and what's led you to this beautiful, magical place that you're at today. All right, cool. So I um, have been in the hair industry for coming up to 15 years um moved into the education part of it so I work full-time as a color education uh color educator sorry for a um, hair care brand in Australia so I've done that for five years now um I have always loved hair kind of fell into it which you know wasn't always the goal but fell into it managed salons from a really early age I've always really being passionate about it but there's always been like this other bit where I'm like oh, I love teaching but there's something else so around last year um probably mid-year I got um, and at the time I was pretty lost and I think that's when I came to meet you and um, went through my natal chart reading and you know a few things it always felt like someone was looking into my soul and kind of understanding who I am and you know what makes me tick which when I explain that to my girlfriends who aren't like woo girls they're like oh okay cool but but it is it's I was like oh finally someone actually understands why I am the way I am and I think the way I do and the fact that I work so hard like people just don't usually get that um anyway so a few things came up there and it really got me thinking and then um start of this year I was chatting to a friend and we were talking about hairstyling and how hard it is and she said oh I think you need to teach it like a sip and paint and I was like oh 
what a great idea. And that's how the style sessions kind of came about. And around the same time that the style sessions came about, um, I decided to, because I do love doing hair, launch a little side salon business as well to kind of, because, you know, it goes hand in hand. If people want to learn how to style their hair, they're probably uh, interested in that. So, of course, I would love to help them with their hair colour journey too. Um, and, yeah, it's been it's been a challenging year and events, business during COVID times has definitely tested um, my patience and my resilience but next year is definitely going to be a big year I can feel it oh yeah and look the um, astrological energy next year is like in 2022 um, because we're recording this prior to the new year starting but you babes will hear it in the new year Um, but the astrological energy is just so much nicer it's way more expansive it doesn't mean we're going to go back to how we were living before but I think it's just going to be a little bit easier which is a good thing because we kind of need it (laughs) yeah we we all need it (laughs) (laughs) Um, and like honestly I think what's probably going to be like the most look it's the most inspiring thing to me but I'm sure for um, everybody else as well is that you thought of this idea and then you acted on it and you literally birthed it into the world and I think that's normally um, a big sticking point for a lot of people I don't know about your friends but I know clients that I work with like they have these amazing ideas but it just feels so scary to actually yeah like can you so many things that come up as well like when I was doing all the early stages of building the business you know you've got the I'm a list writer it's just how I am I had this long probably Capricorn thing this long list of things that I had to do and even like um I had people in my life that were almost like doubting it like it's going to be too much work you know are you sure you want to do it but I just can't even explain when you get to that point, like the soft launch night that I had, I had um, eight of my girlfriends come that feeling of accomplishment. Oh my goodness. I wish I could bottle that and sell it. Cause I would be a millionaire. If you could. <laughs> Cause yeah, it, and there's nothing like it. There's always going to be challenges and there's always going to be like a little voice in your head saying, Oh, you know, play it safe. And like, I didn't have to do this. My job, my full-time job with um, the company I work for, it's a great company. It's a very safe job it's very fulfilling I get to kind of do exactly what I love but I just felt like I needed more and I'm so glad that I took that leap of faith and kind of trusted that I needed to do it yeah totally and like I I think what's so um like important to highlight here is that you could have played it safe like you could have stayed just doing what you were doing but you were like no there's actually more out there for me and I almost kind of felt like I was like sleepwalking would be the best way to kind of describe it like I was happy and anyone that I speak to you know I love my full-time job I have done it for five years I adore the company I adore the salons I look after but it's almost like I've got my zest for life back now because I'm feeling it really fulfilled and really happy and I'm doing something that kind of fills my cup a bit more um yeah so I think there's that as well you know yes you might be happy and it might be but it's mediocre right that's probably the best way to describe it it's that yeah cool this is good but sometimes good isn't good enough (laughs) 
Yeah. And I think too, like when you've been doing something for such a long time, like you become a master of it. And I don't want that to sound like, you know, really egocentric, but you kind of do. Like when I was in like in the beauty industry and learning and development, I got to a place in my career where I was like, oh, I know how to do this job with my eyes closed, which is never a good thing because then you're not as fulfilled. (laughs) No, no, you're just like, oh, cool, this is, and yeah, you just get this kind of sense of, oh, it's easy, and then I don't think, yes, life should be easy, but I think we should actually be always kind of pushing ourselves to grow. I think growth is super important. Yeah, uh, oh, honestly, you're just like speaking my language, babes, like, <laughs> you know, I'm all about growth and um, seeking the next thing and like feeling yeah. expanded because I think it gives you momentum, especially in a time like we've had to like over the last couple of years, like it's been challenging. And sometimes I'm not going to lie. It's felt like I've been walking through mud, but what's really important is you just keep walking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just keep going. Absolutely. So from idea, like initial concept to actually birthing your, um, the style sessions into the world, what was that turnaround time? I'm really curious. Um, So it would have been maybe April, March or April last year. And then I launched the first event around June, I think. Um, So I didn't give myself a lot of time. I did not give myself a lot of time. I'm I'm very lucky. I had a friend of mine, she works in branding and she was like, you can do it, but you're going to have to work very hard. Um, and I, when I say I did everything, I literally sourced everything that I have. So I have made sure with the event that it is quite a beautiful event. So, you know, got mirrors and it's all very aesthetically pleasing. Um, so everything from the flowers on the table through to the grazing board, I do all myself. Um, the sign thing that we had, I sourced bits and pieces for that. I got the hoop and then I found a lady to do the flowers. So it was a crazy time. I felt like I was working 24 hours, seven days a week for, yeah, quite a few months there. Oh, my goodness. And that feeling that you would have had just would have been so, like, epic in that moment when you're like, I did this. I was the one that made this happen. Yeah, I was like, oh, my goodness, I can rule the world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, and like, I'd love to know, like, or you can share it here if you want to, or you don't have to either. But, like, what does this look like for you moving forward? Like, are you still planning to keep growing that side of the business and juggling, like, full-time work as well? Like, because that's always the hardest thing. I found that really hard in the beginning because I wanted to still have a fine, like, be abundant, like, have income coming in. But I also knew where I wanted to spend my time. And juggling the two was probably the hardest for me. The juggling, um, this whole work-life balance, I don't know what that is this point in my life. Um, I'm eventually, I'm sure it'll settle down. I think until it grows to the point that I'm running a few events a month, I'll keep juggling the two um, because, yeah, I usually do like a Friday or a Saturday event, which is great. I'm hoping to kind of branch more into hens parties or bridal showers, more of like a private event, which would be great. So I guess I'll just see. Um, At the moment, I am on the hunt for a makeup artist because I want to do like makeup masterclasses as well, which would be good. So we'll just, we'll see. We'll just feel it out, see how it goes. (laughs) 
Oh, that's so fun. Like it's exciting because it's, I think too, like leaning on all your natal chart superpowers as well. Like you're able to use different facets of who you are, but it's still leaning into what you're innately good at, which is the teaching. Like you're so good. Like honestly, everyone, I've never seen Holly teach, but this is the whole thing as I know that your background, but I could also see it in your natal chart. Like that's just something that's one of your superpowers. So here I am saying you're just this amazing teacher. And I'm like, I hand on heart believe that as well. That was like the goosebump moment for me when we first had our first ever um, Zoom and you were going through my natal channel, you said, oh, you know, this year, I can't even remember what it was. For a lover of like things like beauty and this and that. And I was like, oh my God. And then like, we had never met. You didn't know who I was. And then you're like, and then this bit here, you know, it's almost like the student becomes the teacher. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, so can this woman read my, I don't even know. <laughs> Uh, honestly and it's like that's why I always say to people I'm like I'm not psychic I just know how to like interpret your natal chart or decipher it and 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 yeah and you can take to like some things don't resonate and you can cherry pick what's relevant but like that moment for you like that was the same moment I had the first time I was exploring my natal chart I was like holy shit like how does my astrology teacher know this about me like it's just wild this all makes a lot of sense But like, I kind of like that because then what it allows you to do is go, oh, awesome. I'm going to own that now. And then that next, you know, that next chapter you go into or that next um, like power play you decide to make, you can lean on what you know and then you go, okay, I'm going to integrate that. So you can, you can use it however you want to, to, you know, I suppose, create the life of your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. And like, this is going to be a totally random question, but um, I'm just curious to know is like, what are some of like, cause you're like so knee deep in the hair industry, but what are some of the hair trends for like 2022 or Ooh, what's trending now? They're really, I was talking about this with a client the other day in Salon. There really is no, like, I remember when I started my apprenticeship, which would have been like 2006 I think I said and every like there were set trends we had the posh bob you know we had the there was very set now it's kind of like anything goes um blondes are definitely more kind of lived in creamier less of that gray thank goodness and I'm seeing a lot of copper and red coming through but like a warmer copper which I love I absolutely love a warmer copper which is nice Oh, so nice. Do you think too, the trends are so dictated by online now anyway? Like I think of like platforms like TikTok, where yeah. people are doing their hair on TikTok, which actually like I, my soul. Photos, uh, well, well, yeah, your reels and stuff from TikTok. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. And it's all stuff, the early 2000s trends that, you know, like the top deck hair and the red and black, that I am seeing a little bit more come through. But that's like with your younger kind of, really TikTok focused which is crazy because I had a girl say do you know how to do this and I said I had that the first year of my apprenticeship (laughs) I don't know how to do it oh my god I remember when I used to bleach my hair as a teenager and it was all like dark chocolate brown underneath and I'm like why did I do that yeah going back (laughs) why Oh my God. Oh, the trends do. Like I remember when I was growing up, mum always saying to me, the trends always come back around. And I was like, yeah, right. But that was when I was also wearing flares to like Mufti day at school. And it does, it all comes back around. I just didn't know it would be like now. I said to the client who brought it in, I said, wow, I obviously have been in the salon for far too long. (laughs) 
definitely makes me feel old. I'm not going to lie. Like when I look at some of the things that are happening online, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm only 38. I'm not even that old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I feel (laughs) you. So for anybody that's like, like they've got this amazing idea and they're like wanting to actually, you know, create a side hustle or create a business or try something like what advice would you give to them? Because we want to lean on your Capricorn energy, baby, because if anyone's (laughs) going to do it, it's going to be a Capricorn. (laughs) All right. You definitely have to get organized. I would, a business plan is definitely, it doesn't sound fun, but a business plan, you know, really kind of hone in on what your strengths are, needs of, you know, for me, it was that kind of niche market that when I was in salon full-time, people used to always say to me, style my hair how you do and I was like it's not that hard you know if you're taught it's not that hard so find out you know what your niche market is make sure that you're really kind of pushing towards that so for my niche market it is you know women who want to have an experience so that's why I've made quite a beautiful event you know you've got sparkling on arrival it's really quite aesthetically pleasing it's an experience so really getting clear and focused on what it is um, your niche market do the business that reach out to people I probably wish I did that a little bit more that's just I like to go it alone and obviously make life harder for myself but you know, reach out to people, um, have a chat to your friends. I did have a good group of girlfriends who I was like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Um, Bits and pieces. But yeah, really hone in, do the plan, do the list, set yourself a date as well, because it is too easy to kind of push it to the side. I'm um, very focused if I've got a goal and a date at the end. So that helps, I think. Mm. And just do it. Trust yourself would be the biggest thing. Just, yeah, take the leap. It's, um, it's, I would say, would pay off more. And if it doesn't pay off monetary-wise, I think the life experience from doing that kind of thing is huge, you know. The growth that has come out of it, the confidence for me as well is, has just been huge. And to be able to say, look, I tried. If it doesn't work out, at least you tried. Babes, have you been reading your horoscope and found it never quite hits the mark? Your horoscope is the gateway to astrology, but getting up close and personal with your natal chart is main character energy. Your natal chart is a celestial blueprint of the stars in the sky at the date, time, and location of your magical birth. It's yours and nobody else's. It points to what makes you so unique and way more than just a star sign. That's why after working with hundreds of people using the magic of astrology, I decided to launch an astrology pathway. Astrology Unlocked is for you if you're ready to use astrology for self-exploration, and I recommend everyone starts here. Astro Strategy is for you if you're stuck wondering what's on the horizon, and you know it's time to take your life to an entirely new level. Plus, with quarterly insights and support, you'll know exactly what areas you need to focus on to create your dream life. And lastly, I see you babes, you astrology obsessed go-getter you. You're kicking goals, but you know you're destined for more. You might be thinking to yourself, how can I use astrology to make my dream life my real life? I created the glow up just for you. If you're excited to learn more about the astrology pathway and how I can best support you, then head to my website and send me a message. I cannot wait to connect with you.
Yeah, because I think too, you learn uh, so much from doing something. But yeah, we think we have to get it perfect before we actually do it. Um, and it will never be perfect. The amount of things that went wrong and still go wrong, and it's you've just got to roll with the punches. I remember there was like one week and I just was like, are you kidding? Anything that could possibly go wrong is going wrong, but it's fine. We'll just keep going. We'll pivot here and we'll change this and it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. You've just got to, and the more you like focus on what's going wrong and especially if there's clients there as well, it just brings it to their attention. Whereas this is what I always used to do, like in a training room. And I'm sure you're the same, Holly, if something was going wrong, I'd just be like really flipping about it, not make a big deal and not give it any attention because then no yeah. one will notice it. That's it. And the biggest probably lesson I've learned, only, you know, if something goes wrong, these people, it's the first time that they're coming, you know, to this kind of thing. They have no idea. So, you know, if it's not exactly like your business plan, the first go, no one knows about you. So if you can get past that, you'll be fine. Yeah, totally, totally. Have you had like a moment when you've been teaching or in the um, or bringing an event to life where you've had that moment where you're like, this is why I'm doing this and this is like what is giving me the fulfillment? Every time I teach, that is what it is, yeah. I, and it, it sounds so cheesy, but that for me, even whether it's I'm teaching a style session or even teaching um, for my full-time job, those little aha moments when people kind of get something, it's like goosebump material for me. Like that is what I feel like what I've been put on the earth to do really is to kind of share knowledge and help people. And for me, when I'm teaching hairdressers, I'm teaching them how to be the best, which... Um, I didn't have great training the whole way through my apprenticeship, so I love the fact that I can kind of help people. But when I am teaching these women how to style their own hair, it's almost like empowering. You know, you can look, make yourself look incredible all on your own. Go nail that job interview. Go have a great first date. You look beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And if I think too, like about my own hair journey is that like I used to have a real hangups as a kid um, with my hair. Like if my hair didn't look a certain way, probably it's the, all the Virgo on my chart. I would literally <laughs> like throw my hairbrush across the room. And um, I even remember like in my twenties having people like particular hairdressers do my hair and it not turning out the way I wanted it and being in tears, like yeah. very dramatic. And then it was probably up until my thirties where I really started to like not control everything um but yeah. like I think the most liberating thing for me was when I shaved my head because I was like oh like this gives me a completely fresh start but it's so interesting how our hair is really a part of our identity and it can define us dramatically definitely definitely I've even been on a hair journey this year I had my hair broken at the start of the year and I've, it's finally good now but like it's it is amazing the difference it makes in your confidence and I think for women you know as much as we don't want it to be so focused on our how we look on the outside, if you feel good with how you look, you you can take on whatever. You know, I know if I'm feeling confident in the way that I'm looking, there is nothing that's going to get in my way that day. Mm, yeah, I 100% agree. And, you know, that's why I say with anybody, it's like if you, you know, whether it's like, you know, getting a bit of Botox or whether it's like getting your hair done a certain way or dressing a certain way, it's important that you do feel confident from the inside out as well as the appearance. Like that's just as important because I know those days where I'm like hauling ass to my computer because I don't have clients and I'm in a t-shirt and I haven't had a shower yet. 
I don't feel probably very powerful. Whereas like when I get up and even if I'm like, no, I'm going to be at my desk all day, but I'm putting on makeup, I'm doing my hair a certain way. Like as soon as I could slip my hair back this year, like that was a game changer for me because I just felt like myself again. I still feel way more powerful looking like this than I do in that (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's so important. And for me, it's like a bright lippy and my housemate gives me so much crap. I'm a sequin kind of gal, you know, so I'm all about that, you know. That's what I'm feeling confident is when I am like, I'm I'm an extra kind of girl. I like the love heart sunnies, you know. But that for me is, yeah. We need extra. Extra's amazing. I'm down with that totally, babes. <laughs> I wear, like, that's where I get confidence from and people are like, oh, I wouldn't have the confidence to, you know, wear that or wear a lipstick that bright. And I'm like, oh, I feel more confident when I'm like that. Yeah. And like, Holly, you've got on, um, for everybody listening, you've got on like this amazing red lippy today and with your blonde hair, it looks great. Like you look amazing. Thank you. Oh, so good. Yeah, totally. And so if anybody is like really inspired to come and like check out one of your style sessions, like what can they expect? Like some of it might be surprise and delight. So you can hold some of it back from us. Um, so probably the most important thing for me creating it was like a really kind of just a comfortable environment. So I wanted it to be, you know, that anyone could kind of come in. It didn't matter if you came alone or if you came with a big group of friends, you know, come in, you'll get sparkling on arrival. There's a beautiful grazing board, you know, it's really pretty so we've got fresh flowers on the table um I step you through how to do it so I give as many hair care kind of styling um even from how to shampoo your hair properly what you should be using those kind of tips to get started um and then we kind of break down the look into a phase by phase kind of thing so we'll start with how to section the hair properly how you hold the styling tool you know how what you should be doing, how big the sections should be, all of that. Um, so we do a textured wave, a textured bun and a textured pony look. Um, each are a different class. So if it's a textured wave, we'll section it properly. You go slow with the irons and things like that. Um, and I make my way through the whole room during the event too to make sure like you're not going to get it the first time. I always laugh like through the back, everyone, I can almost see it on their faces. What have I done? Why have I come to this today? And by the way, by the time we get through the front, everyone's nailing it and they're having a good time. And, you know, it takes time. Everything's going to take time and practice. But yeah, it is a really fun kind of environment to be in yeah nice so they're gonna like not only have a fun and um, magical time but they're also gonna be able to take away some skills that I hope they'd be implementing on a regular basis and I'm happy to like I said to the girls I just had one last week um you know if you want to I give out a card with my phone number and stuff on I'm happy to talk you through the steps again flick me a text give me a call you know I can, can FaceTime you if you need you know if you're getting ready and something's not working um but yeah and I I probably look like a crazy person during the demo because I've got all these sectioning clips in my hair and stuff because I work through my hair while we're working through um yours as well so they can actually then see exactly where I hold the straightener or where I section for the fringe or things like that. Yeah, because I think that's the biggest thing 
um, like, because I was lucky enough to work with some incredible people from some incredible brands when I worked at Sephora. So like yeah. some of our hair care brands in store, you know, we'd like to, we'd be able to, um, you know, see who the head stylist was and like how they used to work with their tools or their products and all of that. But there's like, the, I always used to um, remember that they make it look so effortless and yeah. you like see people do it online and it's so cringeworthy if they're not an expert in it and it's like the GHD curls like if they're not done properly they look oh, atrocious the time, especially because we're coming into the Christmas period right <laughs> and I'm just like oh here's my card <laughs> totally totally is there any like um insights or tips that you can give us around like what what are good practices versus not great practices when working with hair tools? Probably the biggest thing is heat protection. Like you need to, it's like cooking without oil or on a nonstick pan, you know. It would just, yeah, you need to make sure that it is, yeah, turn your straightener or your curling tong down as well. Anything over like 180 degrees. You can cook chicken at 180 degrees. You'll be cooking your hair. Um, and sectioning would be the biggest thing. So, um take finer sections, split that hair up. You can't expect to get beautiful results in, you know, three big sections. That's why when you go to the salon that we do, you know, section it out, we do smaller sections because you'll get a better result. Mm, yeah, that's really good advice. And I've like noticed that um, there's like a lot of trends around like, what is it? It's like rice water. Rice water is one of them at the moment. Yeah. There's some random stuff like that. Like those, look, I'm all for natural. Do not get me wrong. But if you want a product to do a job, it's probably not going to be that. What do you think no. about people that are like dead set on some of these trends that are lingering? Around? Oh, it's like coconut oil one. This is the one that I probably talk, talk about the most. Like the molecular weight of that is far too great to actually absorb properly into your hair so you're creating a coating the things like I get it you know they might use oils or rice water in some you know professional products but they've broken it down so that the molecular structure of that is actually going to be absorbed properly into hair um so cooking anything that you can cook with you probably avocado you know egg honey it's not designed to go anywhere near your hair there's a reason that we have you know cosmetic chemists and stuff like that and you would probably get that from your beauty days too you know there's a reason that we have labs <laughs> kind of stuff yeah yeah and there's so many like natural solutions now that like if, if it's somebody's doing that because they're wanting to lean on more the natural side of things there's so many amazing products out yeah. there now that have done that work for you to make it easier but um yeah the coconut oil one is interesting because yeah. it does it creates this coating and like I use a hair oil like a proper hair oil not coconut oil um because yeah. I love oils like I'm obsessed with like face oil, hair yeah. oil, but like I remember going through that phase and it just, it feels awful if you put it, coconut oil in it, your hair. It's not a good time. Like if you, you can cook with coconut oil. So imagine if you had coconut oil in your hair and then you put in your, you know, hot tong over the top yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually never um, thought about that. That makes yeah. sort of sense though. Like, <laughs> You, because you're almost like priming your hair to go through some form of treatment when you're styling it. So yeah. you need to like look after it. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was not my intention today to ask for all of these hair tips. But I was like, while well, we're here, well, let's I'm like <laughs> happy to give hair tips. <laughs> 
But I would imagine though, you've got probably like lots of friends and even the clients and the style sessions that you've got, like I would envision what I'm asking is probably what a lot of people ask you yeah. anyway. Yeah. And I get like my girlfriends, I'll get messages every now and then. Hey, have you seen this? What do you think? And I'm just like, hey, no, don't even go there. Uh, yeah. Especially because like the, like in the beauty industry and hair industry, it's just such an oversaturated market. There's so many options today as well. And, you know, I think that it's like, it can be sometimes really overwhelming to make the right decision. Yeah, there's so many options, like anything out there now. So just trust your hairdresser too would probably be the biggest thing. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. That's a big one. I think I like, I always think that hairdressers are like, they're incredible empowering like counselors or therapists to a certain extent. I always hear that because I've got a few hairdressing friends and like, it's one of those like really intimate moments where you're actually trusting somebody to alter your appearance in some way. And for some reason, like the person that's in the chair tends to pour their heart out to the hairdresser or the person. Helping. I hear it all. We hear it, all of it. And like sometimes even from the first appointment and you're like oh wow okay we're doing this right now cool <laughs> but we love it like we love I I don't know I if I speak for a lot of other hairdressers but that's why I am back behind the chair as well because I just love making people feel good and being a part of like not only the big moments but also you know the other stuff you know you create these beautiful relationships with your clients which is just so lovely yeah do you know what I love the most about you, Holly, is the fact that you, it's exactly what you just said, is that it's not like you've created this business to, look, you might want to create an empire, I don't know, but it's more about doing something that you innately love and yeah. to be able to empower somebody else throughout the process. Yeah, yeah, it's, I reckon, yeah, for me, it's definitely the fact that I love to do it. It's got nothing to do with the financial gain or, you know, anything like that. It's literally because I just love being able to share with people. And when I, with the salon business, I, it's not even like how much I'm bringing in, in the salon. It's like, I get to hang out with these women and I get to hear all of these amazing stories and learn about their lives. And we have a great time. And with the style sessions, it's, yeah, literally to hang out with eight to 12 girls, teach them a new technique, you know, have a few laughs. And it's just, yeah, it is. If I could bottle that, I would definitely, that feeling, I would definitely have an empire. <laughs> I think that's just such a nice approach to have though, because I think people get fixated on creating or starting a business for the wrong reasons or, you know, and I think too, like having the security of your job, it definitely helps as well. And yeah. I found myself in a bit of a trap, probably more in 2020, where I was surrounded with all these business owners and I was working full-time in my business and it was very... and. And because I was like working from home and I was quite isolated, it was very easy for me to focus on, holy shit, my worth must be decided by my income. And that was like, it was obviously something that I had to go through and work through, but it was like not a vibe because it took away everything that I actually wanted to be doing because I was focusing on the wrong thing. And rather than what, like, what am I actually here to do and what brings me the most yeah. joy? And it's not that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I got told very early on in my career, if you love what you do, you'll never work another day of your life. And it is so cheesy, but it is so on the money. I do not feel like I'm working when I'm doing what I love. Admin, when I have to do the admin side of it, I cannot wait till I can outsource all of that because I am not a, you know, you should see me try and do a caption for one of the posts that takes me forever. But 
on the other side of it, the creative side I love and it just, it does not feel like work. Yeah. I, 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 I echo that babes. I echo that. Like when you get to that place where it just, it feels so damn good. It honestly, I, it's, you can't even explain it. Like, this is how I foresee it though. Like I cannot explain what I do because like how I feel in that moment of what I do, because it's so euphoric that it's just, yeah, it's hard to put words to it sometimes. Definitely. Yeah. So good. I love that. And so for anybody listening, that's inspired by your story and our conversation today, like, like what would you like them to take away from this conversation? Like, is there anything specific around your journey that you're like, if you needed to know this one thing or two things, this is, would be it. (laughs) Do not doubt yourself. Like probably the biggest thing is girl if you want to do it just go for it and that's with if you want to move countries you know if you want to chop your hair off if you want to change jobs like I would much rather live with oh maybe I should have done this differently than get to 20 years down the track and have that regret of not doing what I wanted to create the life that you want to live create the life that you love and the rest will just fall into place you know I feel like I've got better relations all of that since I just trusted my gut and honestly any of my girlfriends that I speak to at the moment it's like it's just like you're you like you're just absolutely thriving would be the word and I it's because I am so happy and that would be it just go for it like what do you have to lose at the end of the day such incredible advice so so rad babe so rad I love that and for anybody that wants to continue this conversation with you where is the best place for them to do that okay so either um they can hit me up on the business page which is uh at sorry at the dot style sessions um on instagram or i've got my personal instagram which is at it's holly louise um happy for to give any advice you know it might not be the right advice i might be like quit your job go and do what you want to do but um yeah i'm always happy to kind of yeah give whatever advice you need yeah. I'm like the biggest hype girl though, almost to the extent that it's not good. I had a girlfriend of mine who was so unhappy in her job and I was like, just quit. It'll all fall into place. Um, she finally has quit and she does feel good. But yeah, I'm like the, everyone needs to be happy. Life is way too short. And I think that's probably with the last 18 months that everyone's kind of been through. If that hasn't kind of given us a little bit of a kick up the butt to go and do what you want to do and live the life that you've always dreamed. Yeah. Yeah, totally. A too short. Oh, totally. And I wish so many, I wish everybody had the courage to pursue what they really want. Yeah. Yeah. So important. So important. And um, I've only got a couple of questions left for you. But the first one is, is what are you most inspired by right now? Oh, I don't even know. Pretty much everything. I've got like a really good, um, I wouldn't even say like my close friendship group, but I've definitely got like a good kind of vibe around me at the moment with the people I know and everyone's kind of on this journey just to do better and feel better, whether it be at the gym or spirituality or things like that. And I'm loving that. I think kind of the way that the world is moving to is really quite inspiring at the moment. I think there's a big energy shift, which is nice. I feel like everyone's kind of trying to do better. Yeah. 
Totally. So good. What a way to be inspired. Yeah. And my final question for you is, and I ask everybody that comes on the podcast this question, and it is, what is an epically small moment that you've experienced lately? Because we wait for these big, grandiose moments of change, but it's the small moments that can be the most impactful in our lives. So have you experienced Well, I had one last week, actually. I finished doing a client's hair in the salon, and I took her down to do, like, the after photo. And we had had quite a heavy chat about what was going on in her life. And she gave me a big hug and she said, you are magic, please never change because I don't think you realise how much you help people. And I was like, you're going to make me cry because I am a big softie. But, yeah, that right there, yeah, love it. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. If you love this conversation, then please rate the show with five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Or hit the share button and send it to your soul sister, boo, or BFF to support their evolution. Until next time, stay hydrated, stay cool, and stay celestial.